Hey y'all, it's Cheyenne. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to Sacred Sweet Podcast. If this is your first time joining me, hi, I'm your host Cheyenne. If this is your second, third, fourth, or fifth time, or if you've been with me from the beginning, thank you guys so much for tuning in to the show, hanging out with me, especially during quarantine, and listening to what I have to say, and you know, kind of enjoying true crime with me, and It's nice to have a community where I can talk about these things and not have somebody look at me like I'm a weirdo. (laughs) How are you guys doing? It's raining here today, and I know that some people aren't a fan of it, but I kind of like when it rains. It's peaceful, it's quiet, and it's relaxing, so today it's going to kind of maybe be a short episode. I uh, have talked about this case in the past. But there's been a few updates to it, so I figured that I would make an update episode about it. It's the Ahmaud Arbery case. For those of you who may not know what the case is, or if this is your first time hearing it, though, of course, there's been a lot of media coverage about the case. It's about a young man that was jogging, and he was accused of committing a burglary, and he was shot down by two men. Now, if you want to hear more about the case, I do have an episode about it. You can listen to it in my playlist. There's been an update, though, several to the case since my last update on it. The man that filmed the incident, William Roddy, he has been arrested. I believe he's being charged with felony murder. Um, I'm not sure exactly what the proper was. I think it's that he didn't intervene in it, that he just sat back and filmed They're also saying that there's a possibility that he was involved with the McMichaels, Gregory and Travis. Some people have speculated that he had a gun in the car himself, but that's kind of just hearsay. If none of us were there at the time, we unfortunately do not know the answer to that. There's also been a couple videos from 2017 that was released of Ahmad where he was in a park and the police had ran him and had went to fire a taser only it had malfunctioned and they had found out that he had a suspended driver's license so he was unable to take the car that he was in some people have questioned and i've seen in the comments section some people have questioned about why didn't he drive away why wasn't he allowed to take the car with him and suspended driver's license you cannot drive If you're caught driving with a suspended driver's license or a revoked driver's license, you can be arrested. There is also a video from 2017 that recently resurfaced of he was being arrested at a Walmart for a shoplifting charge. Now, there are many sides to this story. And there are many layers to this story. And like I've said before on my podcast, this is not a political platform. And this is not a podcast that's going to talk about political issues. This is about true crime. This is about murder. And this is about missing people. Now, my personal opinion from what I've read all over is a whole bunch of different things. I've read how Georgia has a stand your ground law. That it allows citizens if they feel that they are being threatened to act in self-defense. Some people have said that whatever the intention was to get the gun and throw it away, to get the gun and hold it on Travis McMichael until the police were able to get there, 
that unfortunately by Ahmad assaulting Travis and trying to yank the gun from him, that it gave him the legal right to stand his ground and shoot him. There are also people that have mentioned that back in 2013, when Ahmad was a teenager and was arrested for having a gun, that Gregory McMichael was the officer that made the arrest. That the two of them have a former history together, and out of the entire state of Georgia, that he suddenly took a shine and could not seem to stop jogging through an area where an officer he had a history lived. Which I do think is a bit strange. I mean, I certainly wouldn't want to see a police officer again that had arrested me. I've never been arrested, but I certainly wouldn't want to see them again. It's it's not one of those things like you remember that time and let's reminisce. It's not a pleasant experience. There's also people that have said that in the video, if you slow it down and look at the right side of the road, that it looks like he dropped a hammer or some kind of tool that was stolen from the construction site. The owner of the home has said nothing was taken from the construction site. So, like I said, there is many, many conflicting stories about this. There is people that have come up with all kinds of theories saying he deserved to die, that he didn't deserve to die. And a lot of people are using this as a means of attacking each other racially. There's been quite a few people that have attacked each other from what I've read in comments. And there's been quite a bit of hate going on both sides. And there's people that have argued about the distance. There's people that have said that that was not his neighborhood. There's people that have said he was 16 miles, that he was 10 miles. And there's people that have said he was two miles from his home. What we do know, though, is that he was on probation at the time of his death. I believe his probation was supposed to end in 2021 or 2022. That, unfortunately, him and Gregory McMichael did have a history. It even had said on a DA's report that they had a history. We also know that legally Georgia has a stand your ground law. They also have an open carry law that applies to short guns, which for some of you that don't know what that is, that's handguns and smaller guns. And they also have an open carry for long guns, such as shotguns and rifles. The thing I did find strange, though, is that when I read up about the open carry law, because some people had mentioned it several times, is that... If a gun that's a long gun is loaded, then it must be carried in the open. And I thought it was a little strange, but if anybody that lives in Georgia is listening to this podcast, can you kind of better explain that to me? Why, if it's loaded, it has to be carried in the open, please? But it's like what I said. It's not a thing to attack each other racially. It is not a thing to use this as a political platform. I think that everybody needs to look at this like a jury and they need to make a judgment call once all the evidence has been collected and it goes to court. Right now, it's just a bunch of theories. Tensions are high and people are using it as a means to attack each other, not only through frustration, but because it took so long for the wheels of justice to grind. And it also, because due to COVID-19, court has not been able to take place where a verdict is able to be rich. I think that what we all need to learn from this is that spreading hate to each other is not a good thing. Being angry with each other is not a good thing. 
I mean, if both of these men had not fell out into that fight, they would be fine. He would be alive and they would not be in jail. I think the thing that everybody needs to learn is that sometimes tensions flare, but it's best just to walk away. Now, I understand that it's easy to sit back and say that because in the heat of the moment, things happen. There's crimes of passion. People have died from home invasions. People have died from bar fights gone wrong, robberies gone wrong. But the thing is, I think everyone needs to just learn from this and just be kinder to each other and just accept each other and love each other and be united as one people. People need to stop focusing so much on each other's differences and look at each other as human beings. We all have thoughts, we all have dreams, we all have hopes, we all have desires, and we all have the same ambition, which is to make the best life that we can, make a family, provide the best that we can for our children, and just go on about our daily lives. We all feel sadness, we all feel joy, we all feel love. We are all just people. And unfortunately, this young man's death is being turned into such a horrible thing. I mean, it's horrible that this young man died. And it's horrible that four lives are now ruined because nobody knew when to leave each other alone. But seeing what it's doing to the people and seeing how people are in there being so hate-filled and so horrible to each other, it just makes me feel terrible. It makes me feel horrible to see as a society that how we divide. I mean, we divide so much these days. We divide on gender of male and female. We divide on age. We divide on social statuses. We divide on college educations and who has high school diplomas and who doesn't. We divide so much and we look at so many factors on each other and judge each other based on the smallest things instead of this is a person. They feel the same things I do. They have the same hopes and dreams I do. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I mean, we are all just people, people, you know, and that's the thing to look at. We need to stop looking at things and we need to look at this is a human being that died. And this human being is a person that had thoughts, dreams and life ambitions like all of us. His death should not be used as a means to hurt more people. His death should be something that we learn from and decide that maybe we shouldn't judge each other so quickly. Maybe we shouldn't jump in our vehicles and grab guns and chase people down. And maybe we shouldn't jump to conclusions about each other. We need to learn from this and grow as a society, not use it as a means to divide ourselves more. But like I said, this is not a political platform, and I really, really please, guys, do not spread hate to each other. Do not spread anger to each other. Like I said, that is not my intention with this podcast. My intention with this podcast is simply just to tell true crime stories and just have a creative outlet to spend time with you guys and just, you know, I don't know. But my intention is not this is a political platform. Thank you all so much for listening. I'd love to hear you guys' thoughts on the case. I'd love to hear you guys' opinions on the case with respectful, though. Thank you guys so much for listening. 
You can find Slickly Sweet Podcast on Stitcher, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, as well as Anchor and most podcasting platforms. You can find Sickly Sweet Podcast on Instagram, which is where I'm most active. And I do have a Twitter account, but like I said, I'm most, insta- I'm most active on Instagram. Thank you all so much for over 300 listens. It really means a lot to me. It means more than you guys can ever know. It's just amazing that so many people have tuned in again and again to listen to me. Like I said, if you have not heard the first part of this case, it's in the playlist further back. I'm sure, I think it's like episode seven or episode six. That's his story. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. And until next time, take care, y'all. Be safe and thank you.